CJ, betting sucks, and I'm not into it. No? I mean, it's the coolest thing in the world if you can make a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. I <laughs> just like, I lost the freaking Manchester City. I think we talked about it. Um, yeah, was, right. It became a draw. That was an easy money game. That was the, the best odds of anything I bet on. First six minutes, they're losing one nothing. Like, this is just awful. So you know, I and I feel like soccer is the worst because like if you're down one nothing, it's like you're playing for a tie. Yeah, I mean normally like City, the, the team that can win that game. But yeah, for the most part, if you get down early, it's looking for a tie. Right, uh, and then like hockey, I've actually had some luck by taking underdogs, where no, by taking favorites who give up a goal early. That's yeah. worked out pretty well for me. Um, so I, do you do do you do soccer, the live betting or do you do like? Oh yeah, yeah. in game betting is where I've made most of my money at this point. I wonder if I can put money on just <laughs> start hedging my bet in the Tennessee Florida game. Anyway, now I'm betting on college basketball, and God forbid I root for my favorite team to win a freaking basketball game. You can never bet on your favorite team, man. I, it's you always want your team to do well, so you're always going to bet. As though they did well. It's just a fun little part. Anyway, I lost basically three hundred dollars on the Manchester City game. Hedged my bet, <laughs> only made out by losing a hundred bucks, which was actually very helpful. Oh no, that guy's five eight. Ugh. We're watching the uh, Tennessee Florida game. If anybody was curious, what's why happening? You don't bet on things, kids. Anyway, this is. You want the- me to tell you why you do bet on things? <laughs> well, the- whatever happens in the Heat game tonight will determine if I ever bet on anything ever again. I put $100 into my FanDuel account when I created it. I just took out $100 today. Nice. I still have $418 left in my account. So we're do doing it, all right here. Gambling that's is, why you do Gambling is good and there's nothing bad about it. You only Free money. money. That's all it is. No, it's the worst. It sucks. And Manchester City cost me $300. <laughs> now I have a nice little parlay of some of my favorite teams tonight. It starts with the easiest one, and Tennessee's down 12. <sighs> See, the error of your ways was going by the uh, your three favorite teams or three teams that you like. I just it's always like, a dangerous game. Because like, in order to turn their money into my money, I have to take games with certain odds. Tennessee is like straight right. up. That was too easy because it's like minus five hundred. So I like parted it with the Heat and it was still like minus two twenty. So then I like threw the Nuggets in there who faced uh, the Nets after a back to back. So I was like, hey, that's a fun little one. Nice three ball. Um, and that's a hundred bucks turned into like three hundred bucks. Like that's not bad for three decent favorites. And I like all three right. teams. Well, uh, Tennessee's gonna throw a wrench into that in the first game of the parlay. It always happens every time. These refs have been paid off. It's Florida. <laughs> Why does it have to be Florida? I hate Florida. Anyway, so everybody you, hates Florida. Time Florida for sucks. You, NHL power rankings. It's your turn after this oh, stellar shoot. week I had. All right. Yes, yeah, yeah. Throw it Let's on you. So you I'll can't see what cheat. we can do. I'll see what we can do. Listen, folks. I'm on a Holland right now. I crushed it on the soccer podcast too. Women's college basketball rankings. That's I was almost ha- I almost had the worst worst uh, week of all time, but then I saved it and almost had a perfect week. See, I will say though, women's college basketball is easier to predict than the NHL power rankings because 
there is a definitive answer to who is first to fifth. The power rankings are just someone's choice. Well, absolutely. But I think I watch, I've watched more hockey than I'll ever watch women's college basketball. Wow. Women's college basketball is actually pretty good. Like, I oh, enjoy yeah, no, watching No it. doubt about it. There was the girl from uh, Kansas State scored 61 the other night. Yeah. Like I was dog. surprised that was the most ever. I feel oh, like I remember more points than that. Not that that's. <laughs> I'll make yeah. you turn the game off in a second. <laughs> it's almost halftime. I need yeah, CJ. I hate betting. It's so, it's so cool to me. The floor at Tennessee is called the Summit. Yeah. Pat Summit, the GOAT. Oh my gosh, we got the rebound. Hold for the last shot. All right, let's get with it. All right, we got 20 seconds here, folks. We'll uh, give you the breakdown of what happens in the last possession of the first oh, half of the just, game. My phone but, just told me they don't make a shot. Oh. Spoiler alert. Well, if, you're li- <laughs> if you're listening to this, this is probably what happened in a game a day or two ago. Oh, man, it was oh. wide open, too. Wide right. open from the corner, a tip attempt, and just nothing nothing doing. Down eight and a half is not the worst thing. All right, but it's just pissing me off. I bet on this is the fourth thing I bet on so far. I only do high increments. That's why it's more frustrating, I guess. Bet on three right. soccer games, two of them won, and then my team, the team I I bet on my rival, they kick butt, they won me money. I bet on my team, they lose me money. My right. third bet, and then my fourth bet, I do a parlay of my favorite team, they're losing. I have found that the best way to win money is like a two dollar bet on a five to six leg parlay, because like you could do that for fifty times, and if you hit one, you're gonna get your money back. Well, yeah, that's what I, that's what I think that's what we originally started with Dom, and Dom does a bunch of those. Sounds like CJ made the turn. I well, no, I do like two a night. He does too many because he ends up betting against himself. I don't. I don't really do that. Like all of mine could, in theory, pay out. Right. Um, but obviously that's not likely. But that's like, not how betting works, folks. No. <laughs> but like in the NBA tonight, I took the Cavs over the Bucks, which that's probably the biggest long shot of the group I have. Then the Clippers over the Magic, the Bulls over the Raptors, the Nets over the Nuggets, and the Jazz over the Suns. That's a $2 bet that pays out 75 bucks, and I think all those teams are more than capable of winning. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to do my simple little three-team parlay. That would pay out three-to-one odds. Turns out yeah. I'm an idiot. Right. Because Tennessee's going to freaking – that's right. No, they're going to beat Florida. Everything's fine. You, just, you always got to get a mix of the long shots and – the givens like you always want to take one or two comfortable favorites where you're like this won't add much but it'll add five bucks and i'm very confident they'll win yeah that's what i that's what i thought with tennessee they were they were the biggest favorites of the night and then they're the ones that are possibly could screw me over and then like i so i'm trying to play with their money and just get rid of their money as fast as i can so i can just be done gambling it's right. like a high risk, high, high reward type thing. Well, the hundred dollars that I had to play with could be gone soon. But like I said, it Sorry, all depends man. on it all depends on the Heat Knicks game. That could really I might not go to work tomorrow. All right. <laughs> Wait, you took the Heat? Oh yeah. Oh, that would not go well for me. So sorry, I'm rooting against you. No, I took the Heat. The Heat. Well, Tennessee come back and win this game. The Heat are the second team in my parlay, or I put a hundred real dollars on them to win by six. 
so I can get my NBA jersey for free and also make money. I'll tell you this: if Mitchell Robinson scores the first basket, I'm okay <laughs> with uh, with you guys winning. <laughs> so here's what's gonna happen: Tennessee's gonna lose. My parlay is gonna be shot. The Heat are gonna win by like four. They're gonna that's gonna be shot. And then the third game's not even gonna matter anymore because I lost the first game. Right. Don't bet. Yeah, that it's, sounds it's like awful. It's exactly how. That's I was all excited go. to come on here tonight and just be like, "Oh, betting, blah 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 blah." I have a three-team right. parlay. I didn't know Tennessee started at six o'clock. <laughs> I see, Dom's Texas is WTF Tennessee. Not a great start to my betting night. So of no. course, I checked the score down ten. So we were within two, not within two anymore. I'm sorry. It's it seems like we're betting has not done what it's supposed to do, which is hook you by uh, <laughs> by. You know, paying out at first, but I'm just so impatient that like the only way to make money with betting is if you bet a lot of money on one thing, <laughs> and then yeah. you make or break that and see what happens. That's a great way to make money, but it's not a great way to, you know, keep winning. It's just I'll go back to the city thing. I took that was the third soccer game I bet on. I took Bayern Munich, who was like minus three something. And then I took Liverpool as like minus three something. I took City, who was like minus four hundred. City was the easiest win. Like that's <laughs> that's all they had. They've won twelve straight Premier League games. They're crushing everyone. It's my team, double win. And sure enough, they blow the game and I lose the money. But at least you learned to hedge your bets. That's that's a good first lesson. Yeah, I wish I didn't have to. Because at the end of the day, it did cost me money, but it cost me less money. Right, of course. All right, I give you enough time to think about it. Top five hockey teams. Oh, I've been thinking about it all week. Hold on. And the uh, cool little thing this week is plus points, pace, progress against preseason over-unders. Not as fun as Disney rides, but here we are. All right. Whenever you're ready, take it away. Number five, I'm going to have Churros, also known as the Carolina Hurricanes. (laughs) Thank you for clarifying. I was also confused for a second. I will, for the rest of my life, associate the Hurricanes with churros. I wonder if there's anybody else out there besides me who will do the same thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, number four. Okay. I'm going to have your New York Rangers. They're not mine. They're yours. Oh, well, they have my New York Rangers. <laughs> okay. Number three. I'm going to have the Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay. Number two. Your Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, it's true. Go Avs. And number one, of course, is still going to be the pan wagon. All right. (laughs) Well, you want the good news or the bad news? Oh, no. It's the bad news. Bad news is you only got... Uh, Actually, no. You didn't get any right. Oh, man. Like, right on both sides? Yeah, you I didn't... assume that those, some of those teams are in the top five. Yeah, that's the good news. All five of those teams are in the top five. Really? The Rangers, too? I was a little nervous about the Rangers. Yeah, the bad news is... Uh-oh. It's not good, sorry. Street Sweeper? No. I don't know why there's like a tow truck. It's not a tow truck. We're fine. Um, yeah, so, no, you got the five teams in the top five. The bad news is you got none of them in the correct order. All right, that seems like it's still a partial win. No, it's a very good job. Uh, shout out to not saying the Maple Leafs are in there, who are all the way down to seventh now. Yeah, I know that because I bet on them the other night and they lost. <laughs> and I think I think they lost kind of bad. Let me see. 
You uh, you read the top five. I'll find how the Maple Leafs did the other. Got five. it. Number five, we have the New York Rangers. You have the Hurricanes. Nice yeah. job. The they lost to the Rangers six three. That's that makes sense as to why I was thinking about it. There you go. Rangers at number five and number four. You have the Tampa Bay Lightning, who you said were at number three. Can the two-time defending cup champion still surprise anyone? Apparently, Tampa's like that friend who ages without ever looking older. In a youth-obsessed league, the Lightning top four point getters are 30 or older. How do you compete with that? Well, there's three teams that count because they're ahead of them. Um, <laughs> that little last part was me, not that. Not the uh, writing. <laughs> it would have been better if it was actually in there. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, number three, you have the Carolina Hurricanes. Um you had, or sorry, the Churro Churros. You had the Lightning at three. <laughs> Number two is the Panwagon, down one. Kind of messed up. Oh, I thought about that. The Avalanche have been on a tear. I think they won like eight or nine in a row. Yeah, I don't, I think they had like a three for five on the, uh, on their road trip. So, I don't know. But anyway, the number one is my Colorado Avalanche. The Avalanche might not only win every night, but also feel oh, they might not actually win every night, but it feels like they could. That's kind of a stupid thing, right? Other than some mediocre goaltending sprinkled in, Chicago's overall game is so strong, so consistent, and so dynamic, it has managed to be even better than advertised. Yeah, the Avalanche won seven in a row. <laughs> Go so ahead. I was, I was close. Anyway. 9-0-1 in their last 10. So you, the number five team is at number three. Number four teams at five, the number three teams at four, the number two teams at one, and the number one teams at two. You were very close, CJ. So I will say yeah, um, applause. I appreciate it. I feel like I, I haven't quite uh, reclaimed my crown of the hockey expert expertly podcast but, but champion. One of us is gonna but, get there soon. Yeah, we're I we are in the ballpark of eventually getting a top five right. Man, I can just smell it. I think we're getting good at knowing the teams up there too. No more screwing right, up. Right, that's that's the thing. And like with the betting aspect, like I knew that the Rangers had won a th- two in a row, maybe three in a row. Like there's, I'm starting to pick up a little bit about what's happening. <laughs> uh, what week is this? Do we know? Right now, I was gonna say how many weeks did it take us to finally know the top five and who's around oh. the top five? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they've played. How many games? At least I think three. they played like forty-ish games. Yeah, well, like I said, at least forty-three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're all right around the forty range. Um, Tennessee's Tennessee. Yeah, Detroit's down to twenty-four. Nice, nice. Man, the Flyers have lost thirteen in a row. I knew they were bad. I didn't know they were that bad. Remember when the San Jose Sharks were one of the dominant teams? Yeah, Joe Thornton, right? Sure. He was the guy with the big beard and I'm pretty sure missing like two front teeth. Wait, isn't that every hockey player? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, wait. He wasn't missing his teeth. Maybe that's why he stuck out. <laughs> this guy. Hold on, hold on. I'm coming back to the page. Hmm. I don't remember that guy. He looks like a nice man, though. Yeah, I remember him being really good on whatever the first NHL game I bought was. He played for the Panthers, too. Bandwagon. All aboard the pan wagon. Uh, just a little hint for next week, even though I will be doing the teams next week. The Pittsburgh Penguins right. are number six, previous ranked 11. Well, that's not fair. You can't give yourself a hint. I mean, just giving – I'm not giving myself a hint as much as I'm doing my part as a 
expert expertly hockey podcast to talk about a team on the rise. Nailed it. <laughs> All right, that's enough power rankings. Oh, I, I almost got really excited. I thought Joe Thornton won the Hart Trophy three years in a row, but apparently he just won it in a season that he got traded. So it has it listed as three times. Uh, but it's... the Hart Trophy just mean you like hockey the most? Like you have the most heart? Yeah. The heart and hustle, heart and hustle award. <laughs> basically, basically, like you know, I hated those awards. What was it? There was a award in high school that would give out. Um, oh, you know what award I won in high school? This is a great conversation. Oh, I got some terrible <laughs> ones. Go ahead. I won the uh, like best knowledge of the playbook. <laughs> I I can't top that. I'm just gonna. That's not a slap in the face. I don't know what is. I got. My uh, junior, no, was it 10th grade? 10th grade? It must have been 9th grade. 9th grade on JV, I got most improved baseball. And that (laughs) was the most disheartening thing ever, considering I've been playing baseball since I was five. (laughs) (laughs) This is the year you really took the the next step. And that's because I had to yip the year before and I couldn't throw a baseball. And then I I could throw a baseball again. And they're like, hey, congrats, you got most improved. And I was like, awesome. But you became a first baseman. You didn't have to throw the baseball. Yeah, I know. But I, ugh, dark past. I hate. I hated the yips. It's the worst thing in the world. Yeah, I've never had that. I did win MVP on the golf team, so I guess yeah, I'm the go. most decorated member of our uh, podcast. I can't believe we're going to just rip off these band aids because I feel like we do this every six, seven months or so. But yeah, I got the best teammate award in basketball. My coach gave it to me <laughs> after the award ceremony when none of my teammates were around. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just backwards. <laughs> the best award in a parking lot. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's incredible! That. It's just such a good story. It's the worst. Um, let's talk about football. That's not going to make me much happier right now. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm an offer right now. Basketball's pissing me off. Coaching awards piss me off. There was another one. I feel like there's another award that was just not great. Sportsmanship award? No, that wasn't it. Did you win something in golf that wasn't the best? Also, this is good too. Check this out. My phone's just doing this. <laughs> oh, that's good. It tonight. <laughs> <laughs> You're really having a good night. But yeah, I uh, I named the podcast if you didn't see this already. No pack, no. Well, I see what you did there. Because the Packers. It should have been like it should be like no vac no because of the vaccine thing. No vax no. Yeah. But get it because Aaron Rodgers isn't vaccinated, CJ. Oh, I thought it had something to do with DJ Raji. That guy's that guy's the reason we won a Super Bowl. Shout out to him. No fat no. <laughs> no, he was pretty fat. <laughs> yeah. But that was the best part about him. I just wanted to give him a hug. <laughs> did you not <laughs> I, of course I did I want to know my phone's not turning on All the way, also my phone was just on and I looked at it and then it started doing this oh you're really going through something it's rough I also took a nap earlier that's why I didn't respond to you mm. so I woke up the from nap my nap deadly. Yeah, I know it was deadly I just every Wednesday though I like to take a nap I don't know why I think the week just catches up to me break up the week yeah yeah um, so I got your text, which is fine, but then I turned the Tennessee game on pff, instantly in a bad mood. Bets right. are going downhill. Packers lost. Well, 
coach is like giving the idea of you're getting a text from me and that's the uh the, the start of the downhill well i just felt bad because it was like a half an hour later i was like holy crap how long was he waiting for me no it was like 10 minutes later yeah, it wasn't the worst thing in the world but then as i was waking up going to the bathroom then i saw dom saying what wtf tennessee i was like what did they start already turns out they did they're losing downhill downhill <laughs> downhill downhill so i'm doing the podcast if it makes you feel any better, U Albany is currently beating UMass Lowell. See that's no, see that pisses me off even more because U Albany, <laughs> I make fun of them all the time for being terrible. If I bet on them, I'd be in better shape right now. You can't bet on them. My phone's like stuck on the turn on screen right now. Well, that's not why you can't bet on them. <laughs> I have insider knowledge. I can't bet on them. I'm pretty sure it's legal. You, uh, it's actually kind of an annoying rule. You're not allowed to bet on New York State colleges because we can go to the game and affect the outcome or something. Yeah, I don't. I don't totally know what their logic is because, huh? like, I, I guess that the fear is that non-professional. Nice. No, it's been stuck like, like this. <laughs> I guess if you're like the fifth starter on you Albany, you're not going to have a career in basketball, but you True. can still affect the outcome of the game. Like, yeah, I might put down a thousand dollars on us to lose that game, but you would assume, I guess that like a Yankee or a Met wouldn't be willing to do that. Yeah. That's, I don't know. That's weird. The less we talk about football today, the better. So is there anything else you would have liked them to discuss? <laughs> um, we well, the best football games of all time on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think that we just need to rip the bandaid off and talk about the greatest weekend in football history. Yeah, I went zero for two in my teams. Went two for two in my picks. CJ went two for two, so we have nothing to even celebrate there. <laughs> We're just there yeah. to be happy about CJ. Uh, I like the Bengals. That's cool. So let's let's start there. <laughs> the Bengals beat the uh, the Titans. You don't the even one know who they Titans. beat. Anything, uh, well, even... I, uh, they did beat the Raiders. Doesn't so. even matter. <laughs> uh, if you told me that Joe Burrow was going to get sacked nine times and the Bengals weren't going to score twenty points, I would tell you there's no shot that they're even yeah. in that game. No, that seems impossible. The phone's but still turning on. <laughs> Jeez, man! <laughs> I put it behind me name. So, so I wouldn't look at it. <laughs> Looked at the game, and I saw in the corner of my eye the little Apple logo. I'm gonna turn it upside down. I'm just gonna name this episode Elijah's going through something. I'm going through it. <laughs> uh, Florida guy just threw it out of bounds. They called the foul though. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! So uh, Joe Burrow, yeah, kind of a winner, right? No, he he wins. He he didn't have a great game. I checked my phone, but my phone's still turning on. Um. He didn't have great stats, did he? Except getting sacked nine times. That's pretty impressive. I don't think so. I'll pull it up because my phone is currently working. Uh, oh. Must be nice. He threw for 348 yards. Oh, snap. <laughs> All right. I see you, Joe. 28 for 37, 348 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. Damn. Also, they just showed somebody in the Florida game that looks like he, he's good and he's not playing, which really <laughs> pisses me off because now Tennessee's losing and Florida's not playing one of their good guys. How do you know when a player looks good? Uh, he looks really. Uh, he's averaging 15 points a game, nine rebounds, and five blocks the other game, and he's not playing. And so that looks pretty good. Yeah, Tennessee's down 10 again. So another side note. I'm just gonna. Speaking of, <laughs> oh god. 
No, it, I'm doing. I'm I'm an awful co-host tonight. Go ahead. Speaking of Tennessee, Titans. Well, I was going to say, speaking of Tennessee being down, <laughs> they were down most of the game to the Bengals. They tied it up late, and then to start the weekend, the Bengals hit a field goal as time expired. More on that later. Uh, <laughs> later? Oh, jeez. This is exciting. What's going on? Because because then, then Elijah's heart just had to be broken. He's got it's a goaltending call. We just had a goaltending call. <laughs> You're just, are you just trying not to talk about this game? Is that what's happening here? Uh, the answer is yes, but my heart was broken, even though it took they the lost. whole game to break it. The Packers, the Packers lost. lost. The Packers lost. And it was, uh, it was a mean, mean, mean joke that the special teams played on me all year to where I can just make fun of them and actually get angry at them. But this time, they just took me and they broke me over their leg. Because, yeah, Rodgers played bad. Yeah, the defense played amazing. Actually, Rodgers didn't play bad. He just played okay, but not good enough to win. But at the end of the right. day, the 49ers scored or prevent, prevented 10 points from happening, or in the Packers' favor, I should say, because they blocked a Packers field goal, and they scored seven points. That's a 10-point swing for the Packers because the special team sucks. They suck. <laughs> and is he still down eight? Just make it a six-point game. Um. So the the Packers, so bad, right? they they scored a touchdown on the first drive of the game. Yes. How did you feel when that happened? Oh, I was feeling great. I thought maybe this would be one of those Bills things where we just blow them out. And then the rest of the game happened. Well, hold on. Let's go to the second drive. Second drive, we get it over midfield. We're driving again. Mercedes Lewis fumbles the ball randomly for no reason. Change well. it. That changed the game. I understand why he fumbled it because you know. Does anybody ever have a reason? For well, I mean, I was like a Buffalo Wild Wings thing. They clicked a button because they knew we were going right. to crush him. Um, and then you know, obviously they get blah 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 blah. But then like, holy crap, 49ers defense is legit. Very. Um. So you know, back and forth, and then we have a great play before halftime. We're on third and three from the other side of the field. Aaron Jones wide open. He's running. He's got open field in front of him. Guy to his left. Who's faster than? We looked up their 40 time in the Packers group chat because we're still going through it. He's running. And instead of making a dead sprint for the end zone and getting pushed out of bounds, like you should, he cuts back at the 20, tries to juke the guy, and gets taken down at the 12. And then we have to waste a timeout. Rodgers gets sacked on the next play. And then we kick a field goal, which gets blocked. All Aaron, Aaron Jones had to do was make a run for the end zone and dive, and he would have either scored or been down within the five-yard line. Go ahead and watch that play again whenever you want. <laughs> yeah. um, it's the most frustrating so, thing. So, so, yeah, they scored in the first drive. How would you feel after that? Well, I already took <laughs> you up to halftime because nothing happened in between there except – the Packers defense and Debo Samuel. Enough of this guy. Listen, he had one good run all night, and it was when it mattered most. He averaged three point eight yards a rush and only had like on, f- only forty receiving yards. Like that's not great. He didn't they have scored a great thirteen game. points. Nobody had a great game except for the not freaking single... 49ers special teams. They had an amazing game. Right. The only offensive player who I'd say you could consider as having a great game is Aaron Jones. Devontae Adams had a good game, too. Yeah, but not great. For Devontae Adams, 9 for 90 is... Yeah, no, and that's... Like it's, it's, yeah, so, no, first drive's over. I literally thought, I was like, maybe this will be like the Bills game. It'll be over early and I'll worry about it. To answer your original question, I don't know what happened. But Why is Tennessee in a timeout right now? 
<laughs> um, yeah, obviously this weekend didn't go how you wanted it to. <laughs> I don't know what else to say to that. You know, and I um, had bad omens. I had bad omens from that weekend. It started Friday night when Jimmy Butler missed a wide-open layup to tie a game or win the game. I don't remember what happened. They lose that game. Tennessee – no, Tennessee does the next night. The Red Wings lose in a shootout. Not that, like, let's be honest, that doesn't matter too much because the Red Wings aren't my, like – if they lose, right. I'm upset. But the Heat, that pissed them me losing, off. Them losing in a shootout is better than most of them. Yes, exactly. But they <laughs> lost. That's bad mojo. And then the Man City down six minutes in, and I have money on them. That's never great. They end up tying, which isn't the worst thing in the world. But right there, CJ, I thought that's where my luck was turning around. Because then Tennessee yeah. faces LSU, beats them by like 15. Hell yeah. The boys are back. Packer crew. Do you think it's your fault? Yeah. I'm. Have you, have, you, have you thought about that yet? I was just about to say I'm cursed, but all my sports teams are very good at sports. So there's no point in saying I'm cursed. But none of them are the best. Manchester City is the best. Are they? Yeah, well, even then they lost the freaking Champions League final to Chelsea. But they've dominated. They've won the last like three or four to five in the Premier League, so that's pretty good. Four. To five I don't know what soccer is about. Like everybody, there's always another championship. You're never done winning. You've never won the best championship, no matter what happens. Well, there's only one championship that really matters. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm watching the Tennessee game. See if they can get within six. Nope, they missed another layup. Um, there's only one championship that matters, and that's the Champions League, because that's all the teams in Europe fight each other. That's the most important one. You can win your league, which is also kind of cool. But if like, is that like is that like the equivalent of winning like the NFC East? Not even. It's like the equivalent of winning the Super Bowl. But imagine after a team won the Super Bowl, they went and played all the best football teams in the world. But I feel like, <laughs> but isn't that what the playoffs are? Is we're saying you won your division, which they just call leagues instead of divisions. Yeah. So now you're going to go to this thing where you have all the winners of all the leagues or all the divisions and play each other. Yeah, if you want to look like like that, that, that makes sense. But also, like, winning your league is, like, the most important thing for a lot of teams. Like, but every also, year they talk yeah. about, like, the number one goal is to win the league. And then everything else is just bonus. Even the Champions League. Yeah. Too. Really? Yeah. Winning the domestic title is so much more important to these teams. I'd be like, no, you guys got to figure this out and go in the Champions League. I don't care about anything else. Champions League or bust. That's my thought. I've been saying it for years. Gosh. Okay, this is funny. White family in college athletics. (laughs) There's a lot of white family here. Kevin White, Mike White, (laughs) Danny White, Brian White, Mariah White. (laughs) I feel like they could have just changed just the white families and it would have been a lot funnier. (laughs) Tennessee's athletic. It's a lot of whites. Yeah, it's a lot of white in Tennessee. Oh, here we go. Three ball. Yes! <laughs> we got a five-point game on our hands, folks. Tennessee could win this game by 15, and then all of this was for nothing. Let's stop so talking that, about soccer. Yeah, re- real quick second half re- recap. The 49ers oh. blocked a punt, scored a touchdown. Blocked the field, ball back. Blocked a, oh, yeah, yeah. They blocked the field goal first, and then... What? Right. Did just score? Damn it. Um, yeah, they blocked it. They, then So then they came out in the second half. I don't know what happened. Oh, yeah. I think Debo Samuel returned the ball for 40 yards, which led to a field goal. Yeah. The opening kickoff. So if you want to blame the special teams for the other points, you can do that too. Over here saying Debo didn't have a good game. That was the most – he had most of his yards on that one return. 
What is he doing out there on the return? That's dangerous. Don't the 49ers know better? I think once you get to the playoffs, they don't really care. Yeah, shout out to the Rams for using Cooper Cup as their return man all year. Yeah, I don't like. I don't. That seems unreasonable, especially from somebody who has some injury past. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, 49ers march down the field with what, like, a well, that's and a the half. thing. Again, I blame the special teams, but here's here's where it's like on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Um, right. They score whatever special teams blew it. We knew that was going to happen anyway. That's not shocking. Shocking part is you have four minutes and 40 seconds, you get the ball back. You can go win that game. Like, you can go yeah. down the field and win that game right there. You can get a, for a couple first downs, burn the clock if you want to, win the game, and then, okay, you had a bad game, whatever, you move on. Right. They go three and out on a third and 11 pass to Devontae Adams, where I guess Lazard is wide open, but it's really easy to freeze frame it and be like, hey, Lazard's wide open over the middle. When Rodgers is looking right. for Adams the whole time, just an awful play call on third and eleven. Yeah, the the one criticism, like you were saying, that I think you can file towards Rodgers, because also like the people look at ten to thirteen, and that's obviously not a good offensive game on either side. But the conditions were a big factor. Yeah, in that. for sure. But you expect like we've never given Tom Brady the excuse of the conditions were bad. Like, yeah. if anything, it's it helps. Yeah, and that's what we want. We want, to, we want. We get the one seed so a team from California can come to Green Bay and we right. can, and like, the Packers know how to play well in cold weather because I understand they keep losing the playoffs, but during the regular season, they crush people at home in cold weather. It's not like it, for some reason, it's colder and when the playoffs rolled around. No, it's cold from, like, December on. Right. So, like, you have that advantage – and the 49ers, I mean, that's – I think everyone in the world talked about how that was the team that matched up best against the Packers because they're just they're just brutal. Like, they're just bruisey to death, and they run right. the ball in, in cold weather. That's what you want. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo tried to lose that game. He sucked. Like, he made – but yeah, at the no, end of the day, he had those two passes. He completed the two passes he needed to get within field goal range or whatever, and obviously he's not better than Aaron Rodgers. If, I don't think I've heard anybody say that. But, like, no. that would be the dumbest thing in the world. Just because he won, he's better than Rodgers? No. He didn't do anything. Well, but four, I think he's 4-0 in his career against Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, well, that's dumb. Actually, well, in the playoffs, maybe. No, the Packers 2-0 beat him. in the playoffs. Packers beat him earlier this year, so. Oh, okay. Maybe. Well, did Trey Lance start that game? No. Huh. No, Trey Lance, that was later in the season. I saw something 4-0. Maybe the 49ers are 4-0 against yeah. the Packers. Against Rodgers, they're 4-0. Right. Kaepernick. Every time I close my eyes, I see him running for 200 yards. Um, but yeah, if you want to criticize Rodgers, um, it was they were up 10 3 with six minutes left and they got the ball. Yeah. They lost, they went three and out, lost nine yards, block punt, touchdown for the 49ers, ties it up. Yeah. And like you said, yeah, that's the spot where. It's a crappy situation, but if you're one of the best of the best, go march down you're the field. You're the MVP of the league. Yeah. Right. Go, go, go get me a field goal. Go That's get all me a, a minimum of a field goal, 100%. That right. is, With that four is... minutes and 40 seconds left. Shut up, everyone. Go down, get some points, win that game. Right. And they, and they have another it. three and out, lose six yards. And their last six plays, their last two drives, they lost 15 yards. Yeah. And that was another thing. Goal. We had like four or five false starts. Like, what are we yeah. doing? There is a lot of my mom, who doesn't really care about football at all, pointed that out. 
She literally goes, why do they keep doing that? And I'm like, you're right, mom. What the heck? We're at home. We shouldn't be the ones. Like we had another one that cost us. I don't remember. It was, it was on a drive or whatever. And we had a false start. And it's like, that cost us. I think yeah. it might have been the previous drive. I think that maybe that's how we got third and 11 before we bonded down to Adams or something. It's just like, what are we doing there? Yeah, the Packers had their chances. They, no, there's no doubt is, about it. There have been – I am in agreement with you that you can say the overwhelming majority of Aaron Rodgers' playoff losses, you can look at it and say that's not his fault. Yeah. This one, he's uh, he's sharing the blame. Yes. The blame is not solely on him by any stretch, but he is not – he did not overcome something. No, score more than 10 that, points at home. Right, yes. Because the MVP of the league don't have 54 yards in the second half. Right. Defense, so played, now defense played unbelievable. Literally didn't give up a point. Or maybe they gave up three, technically. But, like, right. the defense played uh, – they gave up six in the end, two field goals maybe. Whatever. Right. But, like, they held they held Mitchell to 3.8 yards of rush. They held Debo to 3.9. Those are great numbers. Like, they did their job. And, like, it sucks because, like, it was really tough. It took 10 years for us to get a defense – back to the point where we had like a defense in the Super Bowl when we won. Right. It took us that then, long to finally get a top tier defense. And we still had the MVP. We had one of the best offense. We're at home. It's not even the it's not even the championship game where we lose. This is a divisional game. We normally win these. <laughs> if there's one thing that, you know, we have always brought up when it comes to defending Aaron Rodgers, which seems like a dumb thing to have to do. Yeah. But he threw twenty he threw 20 completed passes. Guess how many receivers were on the receiving end of those 20? I mean, there's probably Jones and Adams. I think Lazard maybe had one catch. And then tight end maybe was four. I'll say four or five. Yeah. Aaron Jones had nine. Devontae Adams had nine. Lazard and Mercedes Lewis had one each. I give him two on Mercedes Lewis and touch the ball again. He fumbled. <laughs> Like I, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not any sort of football expert, as we know. I'm the hockey expert here. <laughs> right, right, but, right. Uh, I would imagine that only having four people really as targets is not a good game. And like Aaron, uh, Aaron Jones had 129 yards, but he had 75 on one play, so he basically had 54 over the next eight catches, which yeah. is not great. No, I think yeah, I they, think Aaron Jones might have had close to or more yards than the entire San Francisco offense. Let's see. That 75-yard play helped, but I remember seeing that stat in, like, mid-third quarter. Yeah, so 131 passing – or, no, 106 passing, 106 rushing. That's easy. So, yeah, they had 212 yards, and Jones had 41 plus 129, so whatever that is. 170. All right, Tennessee's down one, baby. We're back. <laughs> so it, it's just it, at the end of the day, we, I can't tell you how many times in the Packers group chat we just keep reliving it. Um, yeah, it's just like I'm not mad at Rodgers, obviously, but like I'm, I'm disappointed. But it's just like I don't know. You talk your game. I defend you tooth and nail all year. <laughs> like I will right. always defend Aaron Rodgers. I'll continue to defend him going forward. But in that situation, Ooh, I have a good transition. Oh God. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I hit whatever. that three. Um, oh, I just defend him all year, and it's just like I don't know. You got to just be better than that. You ready yeah. for this transition? Yeah, go for it. All right, so you had Rogers, yeah. Without knowing, 
I'm sure to a degree it felt like this could be his last year. And you kind of wanted to see the David Ortiz thing of like, let's go get this done for our guy. Yeah. Like, and then if he chooses to retire or leave, at least he went out on top. Right. And he kind of fell flat. The offense fell flat. The defense was great. But at the end, the special teams obviously <laughs> cost you a lot too. But, but it's hard to blame the special teams when you score 10 points. Yeah. No, I mean, he, all right. The defense prevented 10 points. Or they prevented Packers three and gave up seven. Okay. Right. You still score 10 points. Like, what are we doing? Right. Maybe 13 yeah. with a field goal. So it's like, you can't do that. You just right. can't have that. Dave Ortiz Hall of Famer. Hey, that's exciting. Yeah. Only one this year. I'm going to have to go to that. I'm going to have to go to that, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Especially being that he's the only one. Obviously, we have those like random dudes that like get voted in that I don't know. Really okay, those—they're not random dudes. I was having a side. Go. I was having a side with myself. We just missed Gil another Hodges. We just missed another wide open layup. Gil Taylor. Hodges was a great manager for the '69 Mets and a great Dodger for however long the league played for a nice. while. Yeah, and uh, Bud Fowler, the first black player in professional baseball, born and raised in Cooperstown, New York. That's exciting. And. And Buck O'Neill, the greatest baseball historian, especially when it comes to the Negro Leagues. It, it's a shame that he's getting in posthumously because yeah. he is one of my favorite people to listen to when it comes to talking about baseball. So, sorry. And there's not, a couple of them. Not, Minnesota, so not nobody, but people I don't know. And that's on me. But also, no uh, players were voted in by the writers. Oh, who's missing threes now, Florida? Damn it. You got the rebound. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Real quick, what did you think of? Obviously, we're happy for Ortiz. He deserved it. He was. I thought he was a lock to get in first ballot. The Red Sox fans on my Twitter page <laughs> were not as confident as I was. It was still pretty close, um, though. It was only like it was seventy-eight percent or something like that, and you need seventy-five. Uh, I was surprised at how low it was, though. So I think not, like they were. Yeah, I guess they expected closer to what it was and you thought it'd be a little higher so that's why they were more right. concerned yeah i get it but uh yeah he made it he's first ballot fifth red Sox to be first ballot which again is a little surprising that they haven't had more yeah. they obviously have had some pretty good players um shout out to us though i think you did the math we have 11 total and like five of them first ballot that's pretty good <laughs> yeah it's like half of our half of our people that made it in are first ballot right um what do you think about no Bonds, no Clemens, no it doesn't, Schilling? I feel like they weren't close. I mean, I'm I'm all for it, honestly. Um, yeah. Because I, I think it's – I've seen a lot of arguments and we're talking about the history of baseball. The steroid era was a thing. I don't know. I feel like the Hall of Fame is meant to portray what the history of baseball. And right. I feel like you can't tell – It's a big. that's a big chunk of time. And, like, you can't tell the story of baseball without – especially Bonds – who's arguably one of yeah. the best players ever, even with steroids. I don't know, and Clemens, too. I don't know. They were just so dominant in an era where everybody else was kind of doing the same thing. <laughs> right. And it's just it's tough for me. Oh, my gosh. Did they hit another three? It's tough for me to tell <laughs> a story of baseball without those guys. So I don't know why you wouldn't put him. Schilling, I, I, the writers don't like him. I think Schilling deserves it on merit alone. But 
Yeah, he's done it to himself. Not that Bonds and Clemens, but like I think there's a debate with Bonds and Clemens. Schilling is going after the people who are voting for him. Yeah, which like you never, know what you. That'll never be good. I think I don't think he wants to get in. I think that he likes to be able to say, "Look at all these liberal losers that are wronging me." <laughs> yeah, let me go make another video game company that bombs out. Right. Um, but no, my... like to, at the same time, like I don't know. It's weird to me that like. Based on merit, he should be in, I think. But, like, the writer's going to be like, no, I don't like him, so I'm not going to put him in. Like, that's just petty to me. Like, even if I didn't well, like the guy, well, I feel like he deserved it, I would want to put him in. Yeah, but what if he's advocated for the murdering of you and your colleagues? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, he's, he's a Red Sox degree. Like, he helped me out. But I can see what you mean. But at the same time, it's like, he did, you know, he was a great baseball player, so why not put him in? But he, he would also have been somewhat borderline. I think he yeah. would get in, but it's not it wouldn't have been no, like like I said, it he does wouldn't not have been first ballot, right? Does not help Scott. Um, and then my thought with Bonds, because I've seen a lot of uh similar arguments to what you were saying there. My thought though is the you've been there plenty. I've been there a bunch too. The the Hall of Fame is a museum that has a, essentially a statue area. Yeah. If you were to have a museum about the presidents, but you didn't have Rutherford B. Hayes as with a statue in front of it, that doesn't mean that he wasn't a president, a good president. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that he doesn't get the statue. Right. But you can still have what he did, what he accomplished in that museum. Yeah. And that's, that's the case at the Baseball Hall of Fame. It's not... It's not like they're ignoring his existence or their existence when it comes to uh, Clemens too. They just aren't honoring them essentially with the plaque. Right. Like, I, I think that people put too much attachment on whether or not somebody is in the Hall of Fame with the tie to their plaque. Um, so you're saying, what do you mean? So, so technically they're in the Hall of Fame is what you're saying, but they don't have a plaque? Right. Like, when, when people argue that the the job of the museum is to honor their history of baseball and all that stuff. There's they're still doing that. If you walk through the museum, which by the way, I think more people spend time in the museum part than in the plaque gallery part. Fair, I, yeah, I don't the, agree with that. You you'll see seven hundred and sixty two as the home run record. You'll see four thousand two hundred fifty six as the hit record. You'll see seven Cy Youngs as the the record there. Like it's not that they're just totally ignoring Barry Bonds. It's not like, I think MLB The Show used to have it, where if you looked at like the single season home run record, it would have like no name and then 73. It's not like they're doing that. They're acknowledging Barry Bonds was a person, was a player, was a great player, was had achievements that are worthy of being in the Hall of Fame. I'm not totally opposed to him getting a plaque at this point. But if you're going to have the plaque, it needs to be included on there. Was a noted PED user. Yeah, and if that's that's fine. But he, but he, him and Clemens both don't admit it, which would make uh, that an issue. That is kind of an issue. Um, yeah, that's. But true. like, if, if you're going to argue, <laughs> if you're going to argue, telling the story of the game is why they need to be in there. You need to tell the whole story of their career while putting them in there. Right. 
No, so crazy. if if they're not okay with being noted as PED users, then that's then maybe they shouldn't be in. Or and honestly, that's another thing. If they just came out and said it, like yeah, you know, I did because whatever, I would be much more okay with it. But it's the defiance that is so frustrating. It's the stupid story that David Sampson tells, where D Gordon pops positive on a PED test, and Barry Bonds storms out of the clubhouse all disgusted by it like shut up dude we all know we know what you did we know who you are you're a cheater like at least if you're going to be a cheater be defiant about it be an asshole about it but own it yeah no and neither of those guys do that i didn't know they were still claiming innocence that kind of there's somebody sitting in jail because the barry bonds like he refused to go against barry bonds yeah that's that's wild. But also, they can't know. Technically, legally, they would have perjured themselves before a, a judge if they do admit to doing it. So I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, thing. that's a mess. No, that's a, that's a good point. Um, also, did you hear Mike Sure talking about David Ortiz and steroids? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that argument. That was great. Made me I, happy. I think there's a point to be made there. I would also be okay with if they wanted to come out and say, I wish that there was just a ruling, right? Whether it's if you test positive for PEDs, you're out. If it's just a known thing that you use PEDs, you're out. But like, if they want to say A-Rod shouldn't be in because he tested positive and got suspended for it. Okay, I'm good with that. If they want to say Barry Bonds didn't test positive, didn't get suspended for it, at the end of the day, like I, I understand why that makes sense. Like we are holding somebody accountable for something that we know that they did, but we don't actually know. I guess right. <laughs> like it's it's a stretch to try to argue that people didn't know Barry Bonds was taking steroids. <laughs> But he didn't test positive, so I do understand that. And and also, I made the point to you, and then I'll get off my soapbox here. They ruined baseball for our generation. They absolutely did. No question. People want to see when they watch baseball now. Yeah. Well, no, it's not even that because I like home runs are still exciting, but they're like Giancarlo Stanton finished the season with what fifty-seven home runs a handful of years ago. Now, if that had happened. If that had happened in 1995, it would have been the most exciting thing in sports. No one cared about it because 73 is an impossible number to reach for the single season home run total. It's just stupid. Like even even in the age where we're hitting a lot more home runs, it's still like we don't come close to it. No, no one's gotten 60 since Barry Bonds. Like, and people talk about it like, oh, well, if they pass 61, that'll be breaking Maris's record. But, like, it's not the same. It doesn't no. feel the same. And I feel robbed by that. Like, Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were just selfish, and they just wanted what they considered greatness. So I'm okay with holding that back for them. Like, you took something from us, now we're going to take this from you. Sorry, Tennessee just missed another three. They're winning, by the way. It's, it's, <laughs> That's it's good. Amazing. But, uh, they came back. Shout out to David Ortiz. I feel like we got caught up on the other guys a lot. When yeah, there's a lot of that. Uh, <laughs> part of, part of me was wishing that they would get in just so it could finally be over in terms of debating it every year. Um, 
but Ortiz deserves it. Yeah. He was going to get in it. Um, I saw, I know you don't like Jared Carabas. I'm pretty sure you hate him more than most people on this earth. Um, he did say that David Ortiz is the most important player in Red Sox history. I want to see what your take on that was. I would say yes. Yeah, I mean, he won the World Series. He won the World Series, you know. And then he won a couple more. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I think that's just cool to think about. Like, obviously, we have Ted Williams, who's arguably the best hitter of all time. Um, I mean, I, th- I think you can make a case that, like, Babe Ruth or King Kelly or some of the guys from the early 1900s are, but yeah, people that's, aren't going to Like, fair. Cy Young was the Red Sox. No, that's that's a good point. I just I <laughs> Ortiz, like I have to go to this. Like Ortiz is one of my favorite players. Like I talked about the other day, I, I just missed Pedro's prime. Obviously, I still had the collapse in two thousand three, and then the comeback in two thousand four to go off Pedro. Right. And my dad always talking about how good he was, but yeah, no, I, I July twenty fourth, I think it is. It's only like an hour from us. Would you go to that? Yeah, I already planned to for yeah. for work. I'm just gonna Can you give me credentials? Make sure that that happens. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna go <laughs> anyway, regardless, but maybe I'll be able to walk yeah. out with a credential. I don't know. It's just really cool. You saw the, uh, I don't know if you watched the phone call. That was really cool. He was like, he was, was genuinely really cool. very excited. That was cool. Yeah, like, he like let out, like, yes. And Pedro was there, which is really cool. Um, I think even if you know, like, even if you're, you know, Mariano Rivera level where it's like I am a lock to get in on my first ballot. Like, I, I still think there's a level of excitement with like, okay, this is actually yeah. happening. No, very cool. Obviously, Big Poppy, one of the best, if not the best postseason hitter of all time. Um, it was just awesome. So, shout out to David Ortiz. And I, Bonds, will, Bonds will get in eventually, right? Just because of that other. Yeah. What's the name? What's probably the other get thing? in this December. Uh, there's a whole bunch of separate committees. There's the Today's Game Committee, the um, Old Timers Committee, whatever it's called. I don't, I don't remember all the names of them, but... Uh, <laughs> old Timers Committee, yeah. is that really what the name of it is? I think so. That's awesome. Not not like the people are old timers. Like it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're nominating people. There's certain eras of the game that get nominated every so many years, and... This year, it's going to uh, Bonds and Clemens will both get in this December. Yeah. All right. You want to talk about the last two football games? Yeah. Let's <laughs> knock those out real quick. Uh, Rams Bucks was a crappy game, and then it was a great game, and then the Rams. Tom Brady won. almost Tom Brady man, but then Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. <laughs> no, Matt Stafford. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Matt Stafford. In the end. Yeah, because well, I mean, the Bucks made a one heck of a comeback, man. That was incredible. Yeah. It, the Rams it was, botched it. it. Holy crap. I thought it was over. After the, the Rams tied it up late after or the Bucks tied up late after it seemed impossible. I thought it was over. Because like, all right, this is how Tom Brady wins. He always wins this way. But then Matt Stafford's like, nah, let me win this game real quick. Yeah, it made no sense. It was twenty seven to three uh early in the second half. Yeah. Or like midway through the second half. And then the Bucks went field goal, touchdown, fumble. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Field goal, touchdown, fumble, turnover on downs, turnover on downs, touchdown, touchdown, and they tied it. Wow. And then Cooper Cup, Cooper Cupped. That's what really happened. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> that Cup, guy's pretty good. Cooper Cup, definitely Cooper Cupped. Oh, wow. The Florida guy just tried to draw a foul and airballed it. That was hilarious. He like tried to like draw the foul in midair, but like, the Tennessee guy didn't touch him at all. He just chucked the ball up. Tennessee had a jump ball. Uh, 
What was I going to say? I lost after the guy or ball the three. I got happy. Tom Brady, Cooper Cup. Oh, no, Stafford. I can't root for the Rams. <laughs> I can't yeah. I can't root for Stafford at this point. It's cool he's gotten this far. But if he goes to the Rams and wins a Super Bowl his first year with the Rams. like, But isn't that better? Because that's more embarrassing for the Lions. Like, no, oh, but the, the, Lions are, more than the Lions need to be embarrassed more. That's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're saying that because of your your subtle lions fandom. Yeah, like I can't <laughs> have that for my boys. <laughs> it's so funny, like looking part being part of the subreddit. That's all the uh, NFC North meme subreddit. Every single team in the NFC North loves the Lions. And I feel like if you're the Lions, you got to hate that. You got to hate that the fact that everybody oh, likes yeah. your team. <laughs> I mean, everybody hates the Packers, but everybody likes the Lions, including Packers fans. But I, I right. can't have Stafford in his first year because I, I mentioned this, not to keep bringing up the Packers, but like in the 10 years, uh, almost 12 years or whatever, since we won the Super Bowl, you think we would have lucked into making another Super Bowl because football is random enough to do that. Yeah, you would you would think. And the fact but... that we just keep losing and then the first year Stafford goes to a different team, he's just going to make the Super Bowl. Like, that's just bullcrap to me. <laughs> it just pisses me off so much. Um, no, yeah, but that, that game was incredible. And then the, possibly the greatest football game of all time after that? Yeah, I can't think, there, of, I can't think like, of a better one. I mean, like, personally, like, you know, Packers Super Bowl is the greatest game of all time. But <laughs> from, like, an outside perspective, this is the greatest football game of all time. It has to be. For the lowest amount of stakes, this has to be the greatest football football game of all time. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, to have in the last two minutes of the game, we had three lead changes, right? Yeah. Because when Chiefs and Bills came back, and then the Chiefs came back. I unfortunately could not log into CBS while I was watching this game, so I was streaming it, and it kept freezing, so I had to like keep like refreshing the page. I missed some things, but like it was really unfortunate. But it's like I think about it, I was like, oh, wow, the Bills scored there, but I was like, holy crap. No, the Chiefs scored there. Well, the right. Bills scored, the Chiefs scored, and then the Bills scored again. Because there was a right. minute 12 left. And it was, the Chiefs just scored. And I'm like, holy crap, this game's over. But then, I'm an idiot. Well, actually, no, it was three timeouts. So I was like, okay, the Bills can actually do something here. And the Bills did something, CJ. They won and won the game. They left 13 seconds on the clock. They won the game. And then Patrick Mahomes like, no, you didn't win the game. I have two timeouts and 13 seconds, which is apparently <laughs> is enough time. And it wasn't even like... I'm trying to think, what's the least amount of time you can leave someone to where they can do that? Uh, I guess 11 seconds, because wasn't there two left on the clock when they called the time, or yeah. three left on the clock when they called the time? It's just unbelievable. So the 13 seconds was apparently enough time, but that's just, that's what, that's why I like football is like America's sport, man. Like those last yeah. two minutes, but unfortunately that doesn't happen often. And I don't know if we'll ever see that again, but those two teams, I don't man, think we will. best two out of three, just do it. Screw the Super Bowl. Best two out of three. Those teams just play three times. So Bills got the ball down 22. No. Down 21 to 26. Okay. They got they had the ball with 855. Marched down the field. Scored with a minute 54 on the clock. Okay. Then we all text each other and say that's too much time for Mahomes. Five plays, 75 yards later. They score with a minute and two seconds left. <laughs> then the Bills get it, and we're like, crap, too much time for the Bills. Well, not crap. We're rooting for the Bills. But yes. <laughs> minute two left for the Bills. They march down, yeah, score with 13 seconds left. 
And then the Chiefs kicked the field goal after two plays. It's just stupid. It's awesome. And then, it's, it's just absolutely incredible. And then eight plays, 75 yards, and no overtime, and that's a game. Yeah, it's as good of a game as I can remember watching. Uh, like obviously, for getting this far, not mentioning the overtime rules yet. We're just talking about the game itself. Because I don't care, man. Oh. That's the rules. The Bills knew it was the rule going into the game. The Chiefs knew it was the rule going into the game. Josh Allen I'm knew it was sorry. the rule. Like, the Bills aren't complaining. Right. And like, the Chiefs tried to change the rule, and everybody said no. Right. <laughs> the only reason that I will hear out the rule, and I'm not opposed to a rule change, is because I want it to be more exciting. Like, I didn't want the game to end, but I didn't have an issue with how it ended. No. I mean, I the only thing I was upset about was, like, I knew it was going to end. Because there's no way the Bills were going to stop the Chiefs. I knew the yeah. game was over. Um, but no, if, I, you can't, I would love to see teams, and if they want to change the rules, they can. Because, like, I don't know. But, like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, the Bills lost because they didn't get the ball back. It's like, no, the Bills lost because they had 13 seconds and couldn't stop the Chiefs. Right. Like, they had 13 seconds. They got a handful of stops during the game, so they could have gotten one in overtime. Uh, like, it's just – there's that's not how football works. It's not – they won a coin toss, so the game was over. If that's the case, then let's just do that. Let's just have a coin toss. Whoever wins the flip wins the game. <laughs> like, that's not what happens. So, like, yes, I agree that the coin flip probably has too much weight on it. But at the same time, it to call it unfair, the only thing that could have been unfair was if we said the Bills aren't allowed to play in overtime. Yeah. No, de- no defenders on the field. Chiefs go out there. If you score a touchdown, you win. That would have been unfair. But just to act like the Bills' defense couldn't get a stop there is just discounting one yeah. one of the better parts of their I team. I think they were the season. best top ranked defense. I honestly think right. they were the top ranked defense at the end of the year. Right, like this wasn't some slouch defense that couldn't get it done. Like I get it, it's not easy. But at the end of the day, like part of their job, part of what football is, is being able to hold up in the last thirteen seconds of a game, like being able to make that play in overtime. Like it's. It's not impossible to get a stop against the Chiefs' offense. It's hard. Yeah. Of course it's hard. But it was hard all game, and they did it multiple times. Yep. They had their chance. Oh, that's out of bounds. Yeah, anybody who watched that game and their takeaway was that the overtime rule sucks, I feel bad for them. Yeah, the only thing I, they, like you said, I think you said, like, the only thing upset about the overtime rule is that we didn't see more football. Right. <laughs> like, if, if they said we're going to put in a new rule right now, we play two period or two overtime quarters, and then the winner at the end of that wins. I'm here for that. <laughs> like, I was not, I was not opposed to more football. That's not what I'm talking about when I'm against the rule. Yeah. Or against the rule change. But, uh, yeah, I, there's, we all know the rules. That's every sport. They have rules. You know, like, in hockey, if a team wins the faceoff and goes down and scores right away, are people saying it's unfair and that it shouldn't be a faceoff? No. But they should change it to rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> yes, 100%. You got that yeah, 33% chance thing going on there. Right. And also, like, that's now you're making the men- – it's a mental game. Oh, yeah. A coin flip is just 50 I would just be like, hey, I'm throwing scissors and then, like, throw them off. And then right, yeah, like yeah, there you go. That's two out of three, obviously. Can't be true. But now, and one thing that I had mentioned to you is that Sean McDermott, shame on him. 
Josh Allen was ten and up or nine and up. I don't know when it came to coin flips. What are you doing? At the same He's time, due. at the same He's time, due. genius play by Sean McDermott there because he knows Josh Allen's never lost a coin flip. But it's a no, because you know that's not that's not how the coin works. <laughs> Everyone knows that's yeah. not how the coin works. All right, like the coin is the ultimate measurement of fairness in life. We got to. Uh, it really is. We got to finish this up. I know you got to get out of here. Uh, Tennessee's up five. They just got an end one. So that's all we needed to know. Uh, we got to pick these last two games. Conference championship. Um, Bengals versus Chiefs. Chiefs seven point favorites. CJ, who are you taking in this game? I'm going to take the Bengals. That feels like a lot of points for the team that won the last time they played. True. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think Bengals had an amazing run, and they might be in the same spot next year. But for now, I think the Chiefs are just. I think the Chiefs are just the better team. Bang- I'm happy that. Go ahead. Not. You go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say that I'm happy that we have a third team. Like, as much as Bill's Chiefs is going to be a lot of fun for the next decade, I'm happy that there's a third team now to where it's like, like they're, the Bengals might be like the Steelers, right? It was always the Patriots and the Colts, but then occasionally the Steelers popped up. Yeah. No, that's what I think the Bengals are going to be. No. You know, and we'll see what happens with the Ravens next year, too. They still have Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs. I just think the Chiefs are a better team, and I think the Bengals' luck has run out. But that being said, I am rooting for the Bengals, but not be opposed to seeing them in the Super Bowl. I think that would be sweet. Also, that would piss me off. Joe Burrow, third year in the league, you already make a Super Bowl? What the hell? I'm just going to start getting angry at everyone that makes a Super Bowl that's not Tom Brady. Second year in the league. <laughs> well, he got, no, he missed last year. He was hurt. Was technically yeah, you got hurt. Was no, this his first was game Herbert's. he got hurt? Yeah, he was Justin Herbert's class. Oh, wow. This is his second year? So he got hurt in his first year? I thought he had a year, got hurt, and then had a year again. Yeah, in his first full season, he's in an AFC Championship game. It's like Mahomes. Mahomes did that too, didn't he? Yeah. He won the Super Bowl in his first full year or something like that? No, uh, they he lost won MVP the- and then lost to the Patriots. Right. And then overtime. If only he got the ball back. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just going to get mad at all the quarterbacks that make the Super Bowl. <laughs> at this point, like, Tom Brady's the greatest to ever play the sport, and no one will ever come close. And I'm just – I'm over that. But I'm now going to be angry at every other quarterback that makes a Super Bowl. <laughs> right. <laughs> How come you get to do this and I don't? Um, right. 49ers versus Rams. Rams. Well, Jordan Love you'll be happy about. Oh, yeah, he's going to win 15 Super Bowls. Um, <laughs> I saw, like, a meme the other day. It was, like, Jordan Love's quote, and it was, like, I'm happy to be the Packers – Quarterback for the next 15 years and only make it to one Super Bowl and be one of the best ever. <laughs> hey, you know what? Jordan Love, you give me a Super Bowl, I'll be happy. Yeah, that's all you need. Um, 49ers versus Rams. Rams are three-and-a-half point favorites. I'm going to take the Rams here, but, I, again, I think I'm rooting for the 49ers just because I don't want Matt Stafford to make Super Bowl in his first year with a different team. Yeah, I'm going to take the 49ers, and I'm rooting 49ers. I think that they have been slept on all season. There was a point where they were so injured, and we were saying, can they make the playoffs? But that was just kind of the fact that not only were they incredibly injured, they were incredibly injured but still in playoff contention. They had no business being in the spot that they were. They've kept it together all season. They're finally getting healthy. They got a little beat up last week. I think they have the offensive line to deal with the Rams' pass rush. Their weapons on offense outside of Jimmy G are pretty impressive. Their defense is yeah, obviously outside of Jimmy G. That's so you're 100 percent right. It's just funny. 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing with him. I keep seeing people defending him. Like, I saw Mina Kimes posted or was on SportsCenter or something and kind of not ripping Jimmy G, but just pointing out the fact that, like, he's not that great. Like, he's yeah. nothing special. Yeah. Um, he's a winner, though. He's and people, nothing. well, people were ripping him. And I'm like, why? Like, are there people out there that think Jimmy G is a good starting quarterback? I, apparently 49ers fans do, but I don't even think he's the best starter on their team. Yeah, I think they want Trey Lance. <laughs> I think I think everybody in the 49ers organization would be starting Trey Lance this weekend if they could justify it. Yeah. I, I feel like they would have destroyed the Packers if they had Trey Lance. <laughs> yeah. Even if he just ran the ball every time and didn't throw. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to take the 49ers. I think that they are a really good team that people have slept on. So I have Bengals, 49ers, you have Chiefs, Rams. Yeah, but I'm rooting for both teams that I picked against. <laughs> All right. So it's a win-win for you. Although I think like a Bengals, 49ers, Super Bowl wouldn't be great. Um, I think it could be yeah. decent. I don't know. I just uh, What's the best match? Rams, Chiefs, probably? That would be most exciting. And then we that get to replay that. Games. We get to replay that game, that Mexico game from a couple years ago. It was like 56-53. Is that against the Rams? Yeah. They were both like 6-7-0 and or whatever, and they just had the craziest regular season game of all time. Yeah. That, that's the only game that I thought of when people talked about uh, the Bills-Chiefs. It's the best game ever. Yeah. Imagine um, if we get a Super Bowl that's that, 56-53. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, boy, I don't know what the best matchup is. Like, Chiefs-49ers, do we want a rematch of that? Uh, no, I want the most exciting offensive game, so I, I think the best would be Chiefs-Rams. That'd be a lot of fun. That's the issue, though. The most exciting offensive game is taking place in the AFC Championship game. We, yeah. we, we keep losing the excitement. We had Chiefs-Bills as the best. Chiefs-Bengals is probably the second best. Now it's going to be Chiefs-Rams or Chiefs-49ers or maybe Bengals. Well, the Rams can be good if Stafford doesn't suck. Right. That's a big if. Yeah. All right. Good job. I'm sorry I rambled Adios. a lot. It happens. No, it's all right. I'm Tennessee's winning though, sure. so bless up. Is this therapeutic to you at all? Yes, it was because Tennessee's winning now. <laughs> <laughs> the heat, the heat are up nine on the Knicks early, so keep up that energy. You Albany's down one at the half. I hate to see it, folks. <laughs>